It's Big Chuck from Elite Eight Showdown. Hey, did you know that the podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network? You can find all of our podcasts over at professionalcasual.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, welcome to the podcast on Planet God Dang Earth, where we pick anything and everything to face off an asymptomatic bracket elimination tournament. This is Elite Eight Showdown Season 3. Mm. Hot Chuck in Summer. <laughs> oh man, that Minnesota, that Minnesota right? elf, you know <laughs> what I mean? Jesus. Norm made eggs. <laughs> Hot crap. Um, I, of course, am your host. Mm-hmm. I am Big Jack. Did that for you, bud. Oh, I love it. You missed it, haven't you? I have. And I am joined once again by my comrade, my cohort, my co-conspirator, more importantly, my co-host, Tim. France. Oh, okay. Yep. Do you know what that that was, Tim? I I'm gonna take a shot in the dark here. Mm-hmm. And is that the Dreamcast like turn on sound? That was the Dreamcast turn on sound. Okay. I so I had to look it up because I like I wanted to record it for this. And I don't remember it ever having a startup sound, but apparently that was it. Yeah, so uh full disclosure. Yeah. I, I did not recognize it. Fair. I just knew what this episode was about. about. Sure. Um, right. I mean, you had everybody fooled there for a minute, but right, right. Of course, Tim. Mm-hmm. Before we get into this episode, and this is going to be a hell of an episode. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, everybody loves our deep dives. Yeah, everybody. That's why everybody's here because we're crowning the greatest video game of all time. But to get there, we have to do all the systems. Yes, up to I forget what our cutoff was. There were sixteen of them. We figured out. Yeah, which is a lot. <laughs> the, the path to glory of the meta mm-hmm. bracket yeah that is the the video game championship is, is paved in skulls you're absolutely correct every contender yeah you could say annihilating 15 yeah other contenders yeah from eight in the cult classic and eight in the best of all time there's yeah. only one winner there is and here like here we are Living our best life. You know, the last time I lived my best life. Um, I'm going to say. The year was. 2003. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had seen the dot com bubble burst. Sure. But we had no idea <laughs> that the housing crisis of 2008 was going to happen. Mm-hmm. 9-11 had happened. Right. But we hadn't yet lost the spicy chicken nuggets from McDonald's. So, okay, that's that's going to be my guess. Okay, you're actually correct. Oh, because it's also the last time we got a five star review. It's <laughs> <laughs> not true. Of course, head over uh, to Apple. Leave a five star review, of course, during the month of May and into June. Every five-star review that we get, we will be donating $5 to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Um, and we've got several. 
Yeah, uh, so far we're, we're, we they we're are two hundred dollars in for sure. Right, they are taking forever to come through because of Apple. Because Apple is weird like that. There's a new one. Oh shoot! Or maybe I posted this before. We definitely haven't read this off yet. Uh, no. What does this one say? Warms warms my cockles. Yeah. Okay. That's our review from Pony Danza. Every oh, Thursday, right. I get a tingle in my loins, knowing Friday I'm going to get to listen to two guys talk about things and be completely wrong in the things that they say. If you enjoy the feeling of your loins quivering with anticipation, then this podcast is for you. <coughs> Shout out to Pony Danza. Shout out to Pony I love that fucking man. Danza. I absolutely love that man. Um, yes, of course, we, we are donating $5 every for every five-star review that we get to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. We've been talking about them over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. A great cause that we both believe in, a charity that we both want to help. And the best way to do that, find somebody with an Apple product. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got them. And if you, because if you don't have one, all I ever hear you bitch about is how other people have them and how they're sheep. Yes. Yes. So I'm sure you can find somebody, beat them up, mm-hmm. take it, leave a review, download the show for them. They'll appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. And then throw their phone back at them at a violent velocity. Mm-hmm. Or bring it to one of those Walmart kiosks. We can turn it in for money. Oh, yeah. Good call. I mean, they don't check shit. It's Walmart. If you don't have an Apple product and you want to leave us a review, though, mm-hmm. and you have the Audible app. Oh, that's right. We are on Audible Podcasts, Amazon Music as well. Mm-hmm. And you can leave us a review there. That's very exciting. That is very exciting. That is very. That there's like a place that like people can actually go and leave a review. <laughs> <coughs> very true. I am still a little game over my allergies. Mm-hmm. So I do apologize for the audio in this episode because uh, we're lazy and we're not going to edit out every fucking cough. Like, who's got time for that? I don't. Accurate. Yeah. Here's the good news. I figured out how to use noise cancellation on the mixer. Oh. So if you do go far enough away, mm-hmm. try it out. <coughs> okay, never mind. Okay, never mind. Well, we I mean, it's, it's on. It's just like, so like this might not pick up anymore. We are currently moving our seats around. Yeah. All right. So that's exciting. I can readjust my nuts whenever I want now. <laughs> that's exciting. Without hearing the crackle of the dead papery skin. <laughs> We're off to a strong start. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm happy you're here, man. Tim. Mm-hmm. Of course we have the Big Chuckers Club. Oh yeah, we do. Big fucking Chuckers only. Mm. Now, of course, we have we and we have we we showed it off last week. Yep. We have the cards, but we have to give everybody their official Big Chucker nickname. Yes. Now, the way this is going to work, mm-hmm. we are going to rapid fire a name. I'm going to come up with one word. Yep. You're going to come up with the other word. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. And remember, they've paid at least $3 for this. Right. Right. That's your name. Mm-hmm. You don't get an option. No. That is officially your name till you die. Mm-hmm. Tim, are you ready? Not really. but Because our first person that we are doing mm-hmm. is the original. The OG himself. Oh, okay. The man who signed up. From the start. The original cake sitter, even. Yes, very I mean, true. If it's who I'm thinking. It, yeah. It is. 
Yes. Uh, the Uganda heartthrob. <laughs> okay. Wrong country, but yeah. Yeah, it wasn't Uganda? Uruguay. Oh, Uruguay. The Uruguay heartthrob. I yeah. apologize. I They both start with a U? That's accurate. Okay. They both start with a U. That was close. They are on different continents, though. Look, I mean... Drastically different. Are they... Are they at least in the California area? Uh, Uruguay probably could be considered in the California area. All right, then we're good. Yeah. We're fine. That's all that matters. It's within shopping distance of Pocog. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, we're talking about Lemmy. Lemmy. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend himself. Mm-hmm. The godfather. The original Chucker. The original Chucker. Yes. Uh, also the person that is solely responsible for us having a functional discord where not everyone is an administrator by default. Correct. Thank you, Lemmy. Yes, thank you, because otherwise, that that I think would be just a dumpster fire of a situation. Yeah. At that time, I never would have thought that... People gave a shit? Our discord would have turned into what it currently is. Right. Which is actually a pretty overwhelming place of positivity. Yes. And fellowship. Yeah. It's true, but it's because we have them so structurally put together. Yes, because <clears throat> if we if it if it wasn't as structured as it was, it'd be inmates around the asylum in there. Mm-hmm. I would have deleted the app years ago. Yeah, you know, probably back in two thousand three when we first got our first five star review. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you ready, Tim? Yes. This is Lemmy's official big checker name. This is a lot of pressure, almost too much. But uh, okay, all right. Volcano Quencher. Volcano Quencher. I kind of like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of fucking dope. That's a, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a dope fucking name. Yeah. Volcano Quencher. Lemmy, you are so welcome. Yeah. For your new name. I like that a lot. If you want a sick ass rad name on an official Big Trucker only membership card, mm-hmm. head over to patreon.com slash professional casual. Sign up. For a minimum of two months at the big chucker tier or higher, mm-hmm. above the big chucker tier, there's so much shit up there. Yeah. You're going to get access to so much crap. Mm-hmm. Like, literally so much crap. There's a lot of crap there. And the video for Elite Eight Showdown. Which is every week. Honestly, wait. faces. Yeah, it's way better. Yeah. It's way fucking better. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Tim. Mm-hmm. Let's get right into this because we got a deep dive episode. Everybody loves those deep dive episodes. And guess what? At the time that this probably aired, it was like a vacation or something. And the uh, uh, the old fucking research team took the night off. Uh Oh, yep. So we'll see just how this episode goes. They don't have paragraphs for me to read. Okay. All right, we can do this. Yeah. This is season three. We don't need a research we don't. team. It is. It's true. It is research free. Yeah. Season three. Mm-hmm. And honestly, today, today's been a little, hasn't been like the, the best of days. If there's a day. It's been a little rough. To go raw. Right. It's, it's today. Really? Yeah, I okay. think so. All right. Just one of those days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah durst actually great great fucking point bud mm-hmm. how you doing today durst yeah. oh 
I that's good. He sounded positive. Yeah, that sounds positive. I mean, anytime he doesn't tell me to go fuck myself, I'm usually pretty happy. Oh. Okay. I I'm kind of coming around on Durst. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Maybe this will work out in the end. Yeah. Mr. Durst and I. That's exciting. Tim, we are crowning the cult classic game. Nope. Dreamcast. I almost said Gamecast. Dreamcast game. The Okama Game Sphere? Yes. The Okama Game Sphere. Um, oh, I meant to send you a TikTok earlier. That was a South Park reference, and I totally forgot it. Uh, anyway. Nuts. Uh, anyway, um, let's talk about Dreamcast real fucking quick. Yes. The 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 gaming system that was ahead of its time. Way too ahead of its time, yeah. actually. It was so far ahead of its time mm-hmm. that it was almost unobtainable for for modern people. Mm-hmm. Like for or not even modern people, but for like lower serfs, right? It was it was so crazy and over the top and they had structured it to where they were trying to, it felt like they were trying to do what Nintendo did, which is innovate, innovate, but also make it as exclusive as possible. It it was, it was just so far ahead of its time. Mm -hmm. And I don't, there are a lot of like almost conspiracy theory level things of like why it failed. Right? Like there is the obvious things that, PlayStation and Xbox had come out and at that, like they saw a game, what, what a game cast, what Dreamcast did. Yes. And just somehow tweaked it better. And then they had Sony and they had Microsoft and they, they just pushed the shit out of them. Yeah. And Sega, this was kind of Sega's last, last ditch effort. It really was because this is what put the nail in the coffin, honestly, for them as a hardware developer, for sure. Right. Because they had the Sega Saturn, they had the Sega CD that were both epic failures. Yep. Um, the Sega was a vir- was a Virtual Boy was that was Nintendo was that Nintendo? Yeah. Sega had a different version, something similar to it. Yeah. Um. But like they they you know they they hit so hard with that Sega Genesis and they were so successful mm-hmm. and then fell off fell off fell off and they came back with this Dreamcast and it was Game Busters. Mm-hmm. It was it inter- first introduced online gaming. Yep. Built in modem. Yeah. For the PlayStation 2, you had to buy a huge, mm-hmm. it was like a 60 or $70 to buy the modem for that thing. Right. The only person I ever knew who had one was a kid that got to beta test Final Fantasy XI, the MMO, for wow. PlayStation 2, and they sent him a modem with it to beta test it. Well, the fuck that happened? How do you get that job? Right? I don't know. His dad had connections. Oh, uh, okay. You know? That makes a lot more sense. He had so many first edition Machamps. Oh, that kid? Yeah. No, you're thinking uh, of someone else, but okay. No. Yeah, that someone kid's else. probably fucking rich right now, right? Yeah. In the strip club. Yeah. Yeah. The kid guy you're thinking of. Because the or. one I'm thinking of lives at home. Oh, does he? And doesn't do anything. Oh. But that's sad. That's his that's his thing. Okay. You know, he's happy right. with it. Shout out to Dan. Um <laughs> uh anyway, so there's other like other conspiracies to why Dreamcast like failed. Yeah. And there's like some wild ones like. All right. OK, so like one of the weirdest ones I had ever heard was how. And it's it's totally bullshit, but it's just like one of those weird Internet things I read. Yeah. That the Columbine shooters. Were hired strong start. <laughs> yeah. The Columbine shooters were hired by like 
Microsoft and Sony to, okay. to go and do what they had done to take down Dreamcast. Gotcha. Because I don't know if you know the, the story behind one of the final nails in the coffin for Dreamcast, but their big push was they were releasing, I think it was House of the Dead 3 for Dreamcast, which was going to come with rep like um like actual good light guns yes actual good light guns that were like even to this like even to this day the technology is practically used for like the the video capture stuff to do the the interacting things um like it's that it was that level of good and then columbine happened and they were like there's no fucking way we can release this game wow like there's no way we can do this can i tell you just this is uh for the regular Nintendo, the, the the light zapper, yeah, the NES gun, yeah. Um, I never knew how that worked. It was witchcraft to me. Yep. I recently had watched a, a documentary about the regular. I still call it regular Nintendo, but mm-hmm. the NES Entertainment System. Right. Do you know how those guns worked? I so I do because I think we probably watched the same thing because I've okay. seen I've seen the like how the first gun was ever developed yeah for like the natari or something and he used like a literal shotgun and built it in built the light capture like okay. thing that it does yeah into an actual shotgun okay yeah i so as far as like how the actual mechanism works it's mm-hmm. a camera yep like you're literally pointing a camera and if it sees the duck in there mm-hmm. when you press the button it'll flash white mm-hmm. and if most of the light gun camera picks up just white Mm -hmm. you're good to go yep so you could probably i don't know if this works this has probably been already debunked which means i'm joking it's just shoot like a white piece of paper and it would probably trigger a hit oh very possible you know i also know that you can like pretty much get point blank and just rapid fire as quick as you can it'll always register that you were hitting yeah because you were so close that the pixels always looked white to the camera and the gun so I just uh, think that's wild for yeah. or a, a child <coughs> to have effectively a USB camera right. in 1984 right to it, which is was insane or 85. Sorry, because even before then, like. We still had gigantic CRTV. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just technology was wild. That would we've seen the biggest technological explosion mm-hmm. in the past, like, what, 40 years, something yeah. like that, they say. Shout out to our. Reptilian overlords. Yeah, 100%. It's all their technology. Really pretty. Yeah. All right. All right, Jeff. Yeah, is on board. Yeah, sweet. Um, but the Dreamcast was ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. The graphics were amazing. Yeah. I remember Sonic Adventures and I couldn't believe. So I didn't have one either. Yeah. To go to cut back off, you know, piggyback off yours. I didn't have one either, but shout out to Jose Cruz. Lived two houses down from me. Oh, Jose. Yes he had one yeah and i would just fucking go over there and play it all the time his brother was an angel <sighs> yep he was it's a great joke for no one no nobody no gets that joke except for literally you and i yeah yeah and i'm not gonna explain it good yeah because wreck my podcast really hates when we explain our inside jokes yes yeah um but it, like it just blew my mind i couldn't believe it the controller even was like net like out of control like was futuristic yeah to this day it still looks kind of futuristic Mm -hmm. horrifically uncomfortable to hold on to yeah yeah uh but it had that modular memory card slot where you could slot microphones you could slot 
memory cards, and it had a a VMU display. So Mm -hmm. you could actually see how much room was left on that at any time, or even little games on it, too. It had like a little LCD touchscreen. It was super rad. And and once again, again, something that to this day we kind of still have, like the PS4, PS5 has the touchscreen in the middle of the... Yeah, but as basic uh, as shit. Yeah, it doesn't... Not nearly as good. Yeah. The Dreamcast, I, I truly wonder if there were time travelers... The Dreamcast was sent from the future to us. Yep. But yep. we have to crown the greatest, the greatest game, the greatest cult classic. Throughout history, generally the better technology is not the one that is adapted for popular use. That's true. The HD DVD versus mm-hmm. Blu-ray was not adapted, was a far superior technology. The Betamax over VHS mm-hmm. also arguably a superior technology. Would you argue that all the superior technologies were harder to use? Yes. So they're much- more cost prohibitive uh, right. from an entry level standpoint. Also, porn went with what was cheaper. Right. And porn has always decided whatever media as a nation that we will use. That's absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why DVDs have died and streaming services have become the biggest thing ever. Porn said, no, we are not going to use real player yep. on the Internet. Yep. We're going to use flash based video. Mm hmm. Does anyone even remember real player? No. Nope. Remember loading that motherfucker up and having to let it sit there and buffer for like half an hour to watch a bootleg South Park video? Okay, yeah, I barely. Like, yes. And it would open up just all the time in its own fucking window is annoying as shit. Mm-hmm. But good times. Thanks, porn. Yeah, thanks, porn. Shout out to porn. Yeah, shout out to porn. Yeah. Love it. Can't mm-hmm. get enough of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also. Real quick, because I, I learned that before we get into this, I learned I learned this. Yeah, uh, I think maybe we have to apologize. OK, hit the button. Do we still have it? Sorry, we are so sorry. Please accept our apologies. So we have shit on the hub a good amount. Yeah. Um, and I have learned some new information and I am a strong believer that when I learn new information, uh, it's okay to change my perception on things. I think that's how very legitimately everyone should be. Yes. Um, and of course we don't, we here at the show kind of shit on the hub because of the human sex trafficking that they were uh, kind of promoting and, and supporting and doing. They're just not stopping. Right. They turned a, a pretty specific blind eye to it regularly. Right. For a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have actually taken steps to try and erase and eliminate a lot of that. I mean, it was the day of reckoning. Right. Six million. Right. Porn videos were removed from the site. Right. In a single stroke. (laughs) Yikes. I'm glad you went there, though. Thank you. But here's the thing. They were not the number one. Human sex traffickers? Online site for human sex traffickers. Oh. Do you know what the number one was? Humansextraffickers.net. Close. Ooh, .gov. Closer. I... Facebook. Facebook. Oh, shit, really? Yes. Facebook uh, had almost, and if I remember correctly, six times the amount because of Facebook groups, which apparently are not because that's why we have administrators and uh, like moderators. 
that Facebook is not tracking groups as closely as they are just regular posts because they are self-policed, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, so Facebook actually, I mean, it was like six times the amount and they have done nothing about it. So I apologize a little bit. I mean, I don't. Right. Because, you know, go, go to, go to Valesa, go to Valesa.co or Valesacode.com, something like that. What's that? It's an ethical porn website during this huge ethical porn renaissance that is happening. Oh, is that the the one that Mia Khalifa is? helped with or started or whatever yes oh red yeah Reddish. um and shout out to the balls deep podcast uh it's ed very educational okay. like very legitimately educational they're a, a sex positive education and um podcast that i thoroughly enjoy uh ariel kaplan and i don't remember the other girl's name okay. uh it's super good and that's where i found all, all this information from uh and i've learned a lot you're welcome Uh, okay, let's get in this fucking bracket. It's been four and a half hours. Um, yes. bracket number one, Tim, of course, brought to us by Built Bar. Head over to builtbar.com slash professional. Nope, just builtbar.com. Yeah, just builtbar.com. Yep, but use promo code professional casual, all one word at checkout. Get yourself 10% off. Uh, look, they're dropping so much stuff. I've lost track of what's coming out at this point. Yeah. Um, but I have been killing it with the bites. I've been on a bite kick lately. I was initially super resistant to the bites mm-hmm. and now I am bite exclusive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Being able to, I just grab a handful of them. Right. I keep them in the fridge at work and I know they're there. Mm-hmm. And when it gets low, I grab another handful. Right. So I get a lot more mileage out of it too. Cause I'm not I overeating do. the bar. Yes. And I don't feel like, cause I can just pop it in my mouth, go back to work. You know what I mean? Like with a bar, I kind of have to sit there. I have to chew it a bunch. It takes me a cup, you know, a couple of, like maybe 10 minutes yeah currently i don't have 10 minutes correct my the way my structure of my schedule is right now from the moment i clock into the moment i clock out i'm not stopping mm-hmm. i don't have time to fucking eat yep and if it wasn't for built bar i would not be so shout out to built bar huge sponsors of our show been there been here since the beginning yeah and we love them tim it's remember this is called classics yes it's typing of the dead mm. going against fantasy star online. Oh, fuck. So let's talk about fantasy star online first. Yes, because typing of the dead kind of explains itself and yet doesn't explain itself. Correct. Um, fantasy star online. Did you did you ever get to play it? Oh, yeah, I played a shit ton of it. All right. And what I, was I, your initial impressions of it? Um. So I was a huge, not, I guess not super early adopter. Cause I never played like EverQuest and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I, I, I have always had a huge spot in my soul for MMOs to, to try to fill. Right. Uh, they don't, but like, I keep trying right. and I, I really enjoyed this being mm-hmm. able to play this. Uh, granted it was on the GameCube, the, the one that I played a lot cause I never had a dreamcast, right. but being able to play that with friends, try to get in the same zone, have the frustrations of not being able to stay connected because you had a 56K, you know, modem. Yeah. And uh, you're trying to get online in the same lobby and there's 400 fucking lobbies and you're just trying to get in the one that's the US 47 that your friend's in so you guys can fucking play together. Um, it's my type of game, honestly, right. uh, outside of. of it's a JRPG. Aspects. It's a JRPG that had rhythm, not rhythm based, but like almost super mario rpg style combos yep. where like you had to do the sequence 
at the correct timing to get the triple attack off mm-hmm. or to get the three shots off mm-hmm. or to shoot your fire guns. Um, I loved it. It was great. Yeah. Fighting those big pedal, pe- bipedal bear mohawk dudes. Yes. Yep. Yep. I never got fought. <coughs> Mostly remade the same couple characters over and over and over again and just played through the starter areas. Right. But so I never played it on Dreamcast. Mm. I had played it. Shout out to a friend of the show, medium size Ben. Oh. Used to play it on uh, GameCube with him. Yes. Which was not the same game. The adaptation was uh, like super skimmed down. Yes. Um, it wasn't nearly as good. So I put it on the list because this game was revolutionary for its time. It was. This, this was, was the this was the first time an MMORPG was on a console. Yes. That you could get on to the internet with. Mm-hmm. But it didn't sell. Right. It came out, I think, towards the end of its of the game of the, the Dreamcast's Dreamcast. life. Yep. So people kind of had already moved on. But those who still had Dreamcast, who still believed in Dreamcast, mm-hmm. bought the shit out of this game. And it I mean, they could still be playing it to this day. We don't know. Mm-hmm. They might have the server still up and running. They just re-released, uh, or they, uh, the new Fantasy Star Online just came out. Right. Like, just last year or whatever. Right. But people seem to still love it. Yeah. I would go back and play that. Honestly, yeah. like, legitimately, if it was, if the ease of access was there. Mm-hmm. And it gave, it gave birth to, like, Monster Hunter. Yeah. Like, it's, it's that same kind of mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to think of the other one. Oh, de- like destiny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that kind of, that kind of style. And like that. the game was revolutionary. Nobody knew it existed. Correct. But it's a- oh. as most things, dreamcast, it, right. It's, it almost plays two hand and uh, head in hand. Right. Cause like realistically, the only games that if I was like, Hey, do you, do you remember dreamcast? Do you remember games on it? Sonic adventures. Oh, Sonic adventure Two battle. Holy shit. Sonic two. Sonic Adventures 2. Yeah. And like probably people would have been like, oh, wasn't like uh Crazy Taxi on there? Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. And uh and Soul Calibur. Yeah. Because Soul Calibur got its uh, first console release on the Dreamcast. Uh Marvel vs. Capcom 2 hit early there as well. Yes, it did. For the other systems. Yep. Because I remember going to Florida to Disney World mm-hmm. and I didn't want to. Right. Um so I stayed in the hotel and mostly played uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 on one of those big screens like they had for like Primal Rage and stuff. Right. In the arcade. And uh, it was so awesome. And I came back and literally spent a week just playing that game because I didn't <laughs> want to do anything else at Disney because I'm a spoiled little white kid. Fair. And was telling everyone about this game. And this kid, Mike, was like, yeah, I have it on Dreamcast. I was like, it's on Dreamcast? I could play this? You don't understand how good I am at this. I've done nothing but this for like 72 hours straight. And he's like, all right, bring it. So we go over there and I Dreamcast controller is not an easy controller to pick no. up if it is your first time. And I have no idea what's going on or the buttons and they trounce me. Yeah. Stop me into the floor. Yeah. Um, in with an audience. <laughs> <laughs> like I had been ta- hyping this game up at the youth center and then he brought his Gamecast to, or Dreamcast to the youth center. Fuck. And was like, all right, Tim, let's throw down. And I we did. And it was not good. It was not good. Nope. It keeps me awake to this day. Wow. I am so sorry you had to go through that, bud. Mm-hmm. Yikes. I'm not, though. And I'll tell you why. I remember going uh, to said youth center and having a, uh, at the time, full haired man. Um literally talk so much shit into me while he was 
absolutely destroying me in Worms Armageddon. Yeah. To the point where I cried and went home. Yeah. So. It was a different time, different person. That was Christian, Tim. And as we know, most Christians, not not super great people. Not, <laughs> not, the, nicest, not the nicest guy. Especially in the basement of God. You know? <laughs> yes, exactly. He doesn't go down there. No. You know what I mean? He doesn't know what happens. Yeah. He, he turns a blind eye like Pornhub. Yeah. Oh, that might be too far. Nah. Eh. Eh. Head over to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. I mean, sure. You think so? All right. All right, partner. Oh. I mean, we got the double. All right. Yeah. Uh. So. I mean. Uh, hope Durst is okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's sound. He's sound overly positive. Just one of those days. Oh, huh. all right. Well, okay. I, hope you, I hope you feel better, bud. Yeah. But Tim, it's going up against Typing of the Dead. Now, do you know Typing of I the Dead? I do know Typing of the Dead. All right. Let's talk about Typing of the Dead for a minute. Not only did the Dreamcast have a plug inable keyboard. Yes. Uh, ahead of its time. Ahead of its time. A, a full, full-sized, and we're talking like this was like 98? Yeah. Something like that. So like it's like it's not the slim down gamer keyboard. Correct. That like Craiger is jerking off in front of right now right. as he's listening to this. Yeah. It he's is rocketing his league all over it. Exactly. It is the giant like old school King Dinger. Yes. Clank clank clanker. Yeah. Mechanical keyboard with those flip out legs. Yep. And to shoot the zombies. So this is this was part of the House of the Dead franchise. Yep. Um, House of the Dead was their shooter mm-hmm. for the system. Um, you guys may remember it from the arcade. This was not at the arcade. No, this was a game Gamecast exclusive. And there's a part of me that wonders if this was in response to the Columbine situation that they had to deal with, which was <laughs> well, very realistically, because yeah, House of the Dead three never came out right because of that. And if they had this keyboard option because they were starting to introduce online. Um, like chat rooms for games. Yep. And even though you could get a microphone, you could still type and things like that. We need to do something positive. Mm-hmm. So let's in, let's create a typing game because to shoot the zombies, you had to type the words that were above their heads. Yes. It was fucking weird. You had to be quick yep. and precise. Mavis Beacon teaches typing and got you in to this. Um, Correct. This category. Yes. Mario teaches typing made you realize that, hey, someone could actually maybe one day make a fun game out of this. Right. They haven't yet. Right. But one day they might. Right. And then how's our... Typing how's the, of the Dead. Typing of the Dead comes out. Yeah. And unlike the Mario game, where you just slowly moved forward based on how you typed, or if you wanted to get the block, you had to type the thing correctly, there was there was actual fear here. Yeah. You were being negatively reinforced uh-huh. to type things correctly and accurately. Right. And quickly. Yes. Uh, this is great. This is uh, phenomenal. Right. Phenomenal. The, arguably the best educational game that was ever created because it didn't feel like an educational game. Right. Right. Because the educational games are not fun. No. Unless you're playing number munchers. Right. On the old you know, Windows 95. Yep. Uh, there was a series of games that came out uh, like on the Newgrounds um, style websites mm-hmm. that was like a social um, simulation that could help you kind of build some confidence. So they were called Meat and Fuck. 
And, um, you know, you could meet and fuck Jill Valentine from Resident Evil mm-hmm. or Elsa from Frozen. You know, there was like a whole lot of meeting and fucking. Right. You know, a dynamic social interaction games. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Tim, we got to pick a winner here, though. So this is... <sighs> This is difficult, but not difficult. Right. Cult classic. Cult classic. Right. What? Cult classic. Right. The cult classic. Oh, that kind of changes their dreamcast. There's a cult around Fantasy Star. Right. Um, And I think so. Here's kind of where the delineator comes in for me Mm -hmm. is there was never another game like Typing of the Dead. Absolutely. There was another game like Fantasy Star. Uh, because they just remade it on other systems and right. then it became uh, slightly more popular. Mm-hmm. So would that have happened if there wasn't a very traditional strong cult around Fantasy Star Online beforehand? Or that would have just been lost to the ether? Right. So I... Uh... I mean, if we're talking we're talking cult classics, though, mm-hmm. and I, I do think the Fantasy Star Online should move on, because people still talk about that game today. Yes. There's still, like you say, a call. Nobody even knows about Typing of the Dead. Correct. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there, if that call. There's cult, not a fervor for it. Right. No one is like, man, I wish this would come back. Right. Because Nobody. we've evolved. Right. We don't like, need a, it. As a society. Like, we know how to type now. I don't right. know if kids still have typing <laughs> class. I think they do. Keyboarding. I would assume that it's was just earlier. To, yeah. Yeah. Or I, I don't I it might be gone. It's something that should be phased out because we're not teaching boomers anymore how to use a new piece of technology that they've never used before. Fair. Everyone's had it since birth. Mm-hmm. So super fair. So I yeah, I do think we move we move ahead fantasy star online here too. Number for a for a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. Bigger cult, stronger cult, better game. People actually played it. And number two, if there's a game that deserves to probably go on mm-hmm. to best dreamcast game of all time. Fantasy Star. Fantasy Star. Bracket number two, Tim, mm-hmm. brought to us by Raise Energy. Head over to repsports.com. That's R E P P sports.com. Use promo code professional casual, all one word, at checkout for 15% off your order. Mm. Great deal. Solid deal. Yep. Uh, I So I'm still working my way through that. I'm telling you, if, if you want a good summer flavor, the South Beach, the Baja Lime, and the Apollo. You tried an Apollo? So I found an Apollo. Ooh. They only had one. It was randomly at a gas station when I uh, was up in Syracuse. Okay. The Syracuse. Did it taste like a bang star blast? It does. Fuck yeah. All right. But it's a little bit more blue raspberry. That's even better. Okay. You're gross. Oh, blue raspberry is the best raspberry. What are you talking about? I'm not a big fan. Oh, I'm not a big raspberry guy. That, I'm, I think no, that's so I, same. But that's the great part about blue raspberry. It tastes nothing like raspberry. It tastes uh, like blue. Mm. I love okay. things that taste like a color. Right. And specifically, if it tastes like green or you if don't it like tastes orange. like blue. Yeah, that's dumb, though, because orange is referring to the flavor of the fruit, not the color. Yeah, but oranges are orange, the color. Right. Stupid. I don't like it. <laughs> okay. All right. It's too natural. Orange tastes like orange and the color orange. You know what I mean? It, it weaves. No, it, it's got too many hats on. Okay. I want something that tastes unnatural, like blue raspberry or green apple uh-huh. or, you know, fake watermelon flavoring. Ugh, you're the worst. Um, but head over to, to Rep Sports or use the use the link below. 
yeah in the description it's bomberman online mm. going up against one that i remember very vividly very polarizing People either loved it or they fucking hated it and didn't get it. Okay. Choo Choo Rocket. Oh, yeah. Choo Choo Rocket. Let's talk about Choo Choo Rocket first. Mm -hmm. So it was a kind of one of the first party games. Yes. Yep. You could play four players, which also at the time, revolutionary. Yes, it was. Built in four player mode. Mm -hmm. The place no multi-tab needed. Like no multi-tab needed. Right. Exactly. No boomerang needed, mm -hmm. uh, f which was pretty crazy yep. like that was that was pretty and we take that for granted we take it for granted because we can just hop online and play with literally hundreds of thousands of other people yeah but at the time in you had if you even had four friends they were all playing mm -hmm. they were all playing choo choo rocket was like so it was like this like weird party action puzzle game yes where you would have lines of mice come out and you were trying to get them to go to your like hole and you would drop arrows to make them change directions. Mm -hmm. But everybody else was also dropping arrows to try to get them to go to their hole instead of your hole. Mm -hmm. A lot of mice going in holes here. A lot of mice going in holes. Yes. A lot of people grabbing other people's mice and trying to get them in their hole. Yes, exactly. It came out at a great time for us adolescently. Yeah, absolutely. Completely true. Completely true. It was here's the thing. People hated this game or they loved this game. The thing is, is that it was super misleading, the ad campaigns for this. I think it ended up coming out for like the Game Boy Advance or Color or something like that. Something like that. Because yeah. I remember those ads everywhere. Mm -hmm. And until researching for this particular episode, mm -hmm. I didn't know what the game actually looked like. And it is not at all what the advertisements made it seem to be. Right. I thought there was going to be big monsters. I thought it was a platformer. Right. Not not a not an online not an online group puzzle. Right, because it had like game. a weird '90s cartoon anime-ish, yeah, look to it. Um, like, or uh, is it is that what I'm looking for? Like pop look, like yeah, anime pop look, yeah, um, to it, and it doesn't look like that in, in the game necessarily, right? It actually looks like every other uh, like free game online, yeah, for your it looks phone. Like, it looks like shovelware, yeah, like absolutely, yep. And it was the first of its time. There was no other games that had come out prior to this, especially there was a multiplayer game where you could play with your friends. Mm -hmm. But people fucking hated it. People fucking loved it. There are, I know people who still talk about Choo Choo Rocket. So I could see Choo Choo Rocket being the game that your mom gets you, your aunt mm -hmm. gets you, your grandma gets you because, oh, it's got a cute little mouse on it and it says fun for the whole family and it's rated E for everyone. Right. Um, I could absolutely see a bunch of ire being mm -hmm. drawn to this game because of that specifically. Right. Especially in an era where Dreamcast had some really weird fucking games. It did, but it also had some of the best multiplayer games yeah. of its generation. Yeah. I, I genuinely think Nintendo saw what they were doing when they built the N64 mm -hmm. and was like, how do we how do we capitalize on that aspect? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Everybody else. And the Xbox, because this came out like a year or two before anything else in this particular console generation. Right. Right. And the and the Microsoft and Sony saw the online aspects and that's what they went. With. And they ended up adding it later. Right. But right. there was a cost, a monthly fee. There was no cost. Right. There was no additional hardware with the Dreamcast. Right. And then I think Nintendo was like, well, we don't want to be them. So let's look at the party aspect. 
Yes. And that's when we got Mario Kart 64. We got uh, Mario Party out, you know. Super Smash Brothers. Super Smash Bros. I mean, Mario. Golf. Mario Tennis. Right. Hey, sports games. I loved both of those. Right. Um, but the the actual Mario Adventures. No, Mario World. Mario 64. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you already said it, too. Oh, uh, did I? That, yeah. Okay. Well, but Mario 64, very, very similar to what Sonic Adventures was looking like. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you could argue that they ripped that they ripped them off. Um, I mean, you wouldn't, but I would argue that they ripped them off. Um, but it's going up against Bomberman Online. Now, I actually didn't know. Like, I know what Bomberman is. It's a puzzle game mm-hmm. where you play Bomberman. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I, it was classified as a... Was it really? Yeah, it was classified. The original was always classified as... And this was a throwback. So it was like a grid system yeah. where you would try to blow up your opponent by dropping a bomb that um, would send fire certain ways. But there yes. was a grid. Along the grid. So it right. could get longer. Right. And you would have to hide around corners. And as you increased your bomb strength, it would go further. So you had to be more careful about how far you were going away and where you were standing as it was blowing up. And right. you were also trying to kill monsters and dodge monsters in this in this the single player right while blowing stuff up it was it was actually a lot of fun i, I remember i remember playing bomberman and loving it yeah um and apparently bomberman online was that but you could play online with people mm-hmm. apparently according to the according to the one research guy that was still here uh never takes a day off shout out to him um don't know his name um said uh that you could play eight people because four of you could be on a console and you could play online yeah that's insane that is insane that's insane because nobody we didn't get eight player smash until 2019 yeah you know what i mean yeah like holy shit and they're doing it back in 98 yep you know but what killed this game was the fact that it came out towards towards the end of the dreamcast when people really didn't have that online aspect Mm -hmm. and you had to have online to play it yep there was kind of, I guess, like an offline version, but it was only one player. Right. If you wanted to do the multiplayer, you had to have online. Mm-hmm. And I know like for for us, like I, I didn't have I didn't have a, I didn't get Internet until I went to college in 2007. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, I knew one kid or I guess I knew a couple, but my, my best friend at the time had one. And I was like, your mom bought an extra phone line just to hook up your Dreamcast to the Internet. Like that was wild mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah. But Tim, we got to pick a winner. Um, I'm. This might upset some people, but I am going to go with Bomberman. Oh, online okay. because people still clamor for him in Smash. Yeah. I, I And he's been on multiple systems, um, but he really made the big multiplayer play here for the first time on the Dreamcast. Right. I'm actually. Yeah, I'm actually surprised he's never been put on Mm -hmm. that's weird yeah he's not like an extra character like a like a capsule character right uh i believe he was a trophy character in this most recent rendition okay because i do kind of spirit from their spirit system right or something along those lines okay okay yeah i'm surprised they haven't released him yeah like we would definitely get him before wall i'm curious who he's owned by like is he like a namco or something like i believe he was namco i believe he was namco okay Bracket number three, of course, brought to us by the only people who bring out the trash here at the Professional Casual Network. Yeah. And Elite Eight Showdown. Bitter Dragon Games. Head over to bitterdragongames.com. 
It's the big old online. You made me thinking. It's not .com. No, it's .online. No, because this is a local game store. Yep. With local game store prices helping you get what you need. They're not fucking hiking shit up because they know they can get more for it. They just want people to be able to play the fucking game. Yep, 100%. And they are, at time of recording, stocked yep. with shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so head over there, see what they got. If you are in the local Oneana area in uh, Oneana, New York, want to make that two-hour drive wherever you are because apparently people... Uh, he keeps... Anthony keeps saying that people are driving two hours to the store to see like what they have on the shelves because nobody else has stuff on their shelves except mm-hmm. for us, yep. which is pretty insane. Um, your Marvel Crisis Protocol needs. Use promo code PCME10. Get yourself 10% off. Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, Warhammer. You need dice. They've got them. You need probably comics. that's up there. You need board games. Maybe it's summertime. Yeah. You guys want to hang out with your friends. You're everybody's vaccinated. You guys want your game nights back. Yes. Come to game night with a new game. That's what I'd recommend to you. Yeah. Do it. There's a whole bunch of great, like if you've played like werewolf or secret Hitler um, or games like that. See a really one secret Hitler, secret Hitler. Yes. Made by the cards against humanity guys. Okay. That makes more sense. Um, You tried to pass uh, bills. Mm-hmm. Some people are fascists, some people are liberals, and you try to pass bills, and the fascists try to pretend like they're liberals so they can get their bills passed, and you try to snook out who the, the fascists are, and one person is a secret Hitler. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That seems like a game that uh, you guys would love. I don't know how to take that. Fair. I kind of did it so you wouldn't know how to take it. Yep. Yeah. I really like social games. That yeah, you do. bent around lying. Right. Uh, if you want one that uh, is a very similar gameplay mechanic, mm-hmm. but doesn't have the word Hitler in the title. Right. A coup is, okay. a, is a great one. To, sure. To That's, that also works well. Um, and I say that because you love party games where you get to lie. Mm-hmm. Other people like the politics aspect of things. Yes. Uh and arguing about politics and looking for any reason to bring it up Mm. at any social gathering. Mm. Yes, that's super fair. And graphs. Yes. Dropping those graphs. Dropping those graphs when nobody asks. Yep. Tim, it's bracket number three. It is Space Channel 5. Okay. A classic. Mm -hmm. Going up against Ill Bleed. Okay. Now this is the cult classiest Classicist mm-hmm. one because I literally didn't even know this was a game, but I had to look it up. Yeah, uh, because it was so weird. Um, it was a survival horror game, but it was like cheesy B movie like kind of aesthetic. Um, this had a lot of different bits from different genres. Right, it had that. Um, it had the Resident Evil vibe. Uh-huh. It had a Parasite Eve vibe. Uh-huh. It had the you want to clear this level so you can get the S rating standard Japanese affair right. vibe. It even had the Onimusha yep. vibe. Yeah. Um, there was money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, aliens could take your money in this survival horror game and to lose 4500 bucks to some stupid little UFO made you real mad. Yeah. 
and like the weird part was is like enemies enemies could lock onto you in an RPG fight style at, yes. at certain points. You know what I mean? Um, you had to use uh, players could use their four senses, including a sixth sense. Um, <laughs> could use their four, four senses, senses, including their sixth sense. Yep. Man, the research dude wrote this really fucking weird. And adrenaline points to sniff out clues. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you're essentially like in in like a haunted theater at times, but also, according to this article, an amusement park. Yes. Um, it The reason why it's on the list, because it was fucking bloody as shit. Yeah, it was. It was graphic for the time, and it didn't get put behind, you know, it wasn't right. banned like Kill Thrill was. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it well, made it Three past. people had a Dreamcast. You can snake anything by. That's why right. so many of these games were weird as balls. Right. And when we do the 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 greatest of all time, there is one that I know you cannot wait to talk. I about. cannot wait to talk to about it. It's it's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the weird thing was is like it was also trying to be funny. Yeah. Well, and the art style too was kind of cartoony. Yes, but it very specifically ripped off Resident Evil uh, typography. Yes, which was like I'm surprised the they didn't get sued. Meter. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised they didn't get sued for that because it was almost identical. Yep. Um, I, there's a part of me that wonders almost if it was the same engine. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when they brought out Resident Evil Three, it was all it was very similar. Was it made by Capcom? Was it like, uh, was it like Capcom sounding board for? Um, they probably wouldn't have made something that violent. Well, Crazy yeah. Games AIA. Um, so I've literally never heard of them. Yeah, same. Yeah. It was it was real. I mean, and it was such a cult classic because the people who apparently love it, love it. But I've never heard of it. Yep. But it's going up against one of my favorites, Space Channel 5. Yes. I'm a huge <sighs> bitch for rhythm games. You are. Love them. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I find them the most boring up until the the Oculus came out. So yeah, holy shit! I play so much fucking Beat Saber. Um, I but you also it. play Beat Saber. But I also play Beat Saber. Right. So I I love rhythm games, and I yeah probably started. I never played any of the on the rails ones. Right. Um, or any of the like super tech only ones. I started with Guitar Hero. I think like everyone else. Yep. I went to a buddy's house. He had it. I was like, "This is the coolest shit ever." Mm-hmm. Where did you buy this? And he's like, "I found it at Walmart in that shelf under the other game peripherals. It was like twenty bucks. It was on sale. I hadn't heard about this game anywhere. Mm-hmm. He just had it because it was in like a bargain bin." I went over immediately. My buddy Richie and I, and we both picked up our own copies, and we were hooked. Mm-hmm. Hooked fair uh so i never got into guitar hero but i was a rock band yes so i because so when i because when i was in college i was like i'm gonna make friends i'm gonna get rock band so all me you know people want to come in and we legitimately would have we would be way over room capacity people just in there being wanted to like fucking lose their minds on rock band because you got to play guitar you got to play drums you had a mic you know which was fairly accurate yeah um, on well, and pitch. the thing was too was the everyone was scared to sing. Yeah, you know what I mean. So if you were the guy that was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll do vocals," yeah. you were in every round and you got very good quickly and were untouchable. Yeah, one hundred percent. Shout out to Goose. Um, regularly had to sing for six hours straight. Yeah, and just blow her voice out. I love her. But 
Space Channel 5. Yeah. One of the first rhythm games, except for maybe other than Parappa the Rapper. Yes. About super similar vibes. Yes, super similar. Gameplay. It was like future space, but it was like if what we thought that like the 80s thought space would be if there wasn't an apocalypse. Right. It's almost like what the 80s thought the 50s were going to have in the future. You know what I mean? And there was a plot. There was a... Yes a sci-fi japanese plot yes and i remember liking it because i thought the girl in the front was so hot everyone did yeah and the marketing budget for this game was huge yeah that girl was everywhere and that orange dress with her big blue headphones and her yep. pink hair yeah um was all over the place they had live action commercials yeah yeah that's what i remember more yeah like as a young growing boy just mm-hmm. f- dis- f- discovering himself correct those commercials came in very handy. Mm-hmm. Shout out to VHS. Um, being able to record at home. Uh, but Tim, we got to pick a winner here. I mean, what a weird dynamic. Yeah. To go up against each other. And weirdly enough, apparently Space Channel 5 was not popular enough to make it into the top eight. Right. That's why it's here. Mm-hmm. Um, or top seven, I should say. It wasn't even in the top 10, I think, when I was looking at the like greatest of all time on the sales. So I'm going to move ahead Space Channel 5. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because Ill Bleed, once again, I had never heard of this. Right. Um, Space Channel 5, I think, kind of really super fits that, that cult classic game because everyone's heard of it. Everyone can visualize it. No one played it. Right. But instantly recognizable. Right. Um. So we're going to move ahead Space Channel 5. Also, Rhythm Games, we're at a really early point mm-hmm. um, in uh, in kind of the, the modern day video game culture here. And uh, it was apparently a very solid one. It was. I mean, I think if, the, if we probably dove far enough into like Dreamcast Reddit, mm-hmm. we could find that fandom still. And there might be a Space Channel 5 like spirit token in smash too like yeah there 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 is a following behind that particular right moniker good times yeah good times it's almost like it's almost like super smash bros is the most important game ever made listen if you make it there you can make it anywhere that's true that's true you can be good but you can't be great Mm. unless you're playing wario (laughs) tim bracket number four brought to us by a new sponsor this week. Ooh. Of course, before we get into it, of course, shout out to uh, Buff Barbarian Babe yeah. for sponsoring the last uh, four episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope she comes back. Hope she sponsors again. Absolutely love her. She's one of my favorite follows ever. Go check her out. But this week, we have a new sponsor. Our artist. Yes. Shout out to Katie Finout. I don't remember what her actual uh, uh, other name is. She's always Katie Finout to me. She'll always be Katie Finout to me. Go follow her on Instagram at noodle underscore puppet six, 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 where you can find a link to all of her merchandise. Mm-hmm. Um, currently right now, as we are recording and definitely by the time this airs, she has now started. Um, her new. Like, uh, like, campaign. Uh, yes, campaign. Thank you. Uh, charity campaign. Um, where she will be donating all of the proceeds of what, and she has a new shirt out right now, mm. which is a uh, skater cat. 
It's a cat in uh, skate uh, shoes. It's fucking adorable. Um, and there is uh, a rainbow behind her for every flag, for yeah. every pride flag specifically. All proceeds will be donated to the alley Fornay Center. I, I believe I'm pronouncing that right, which helps with at risk and homeless LBGTQ youth. It's an awesome charity. Awesome charity. Um, thank you so much for sponsoring uh, the show. Katie, also, we have a shirt for season three. I have given her the idea. Okay. She is currently at time of recording, drawing it up. All right. I'm excited. I don't think I told you what it was. Oh, no, I did. I think I may have. But this is this was her exact. I, so I told her exactly what I wanted. Right. Uh -huh. Gave her the idea. I was like, you have creative freedom. Just this is what I'm thinking. Creative freedom. Go at it. She goes, fuck yes. <laughs> So it is going to be so fucking good. Oh, that's glorious. I am so happy about it. I am so unbelievably happy about it. But go check her out at noodle underscore puppet. Go check out her store. Uh, we'll link her store in the description below as well. Yeah. As well as as well as her Instagram. Amazing follow. It is Rez. Yes. Which I. So I didn't recognize the name, but once I looked up the footage, I knew exactly what this, what this game was. Yep, I had the same yep. thing. And I, I remember seeing those letters. I remember seeing like the case or, and, and those mm -hmm. three letters, R-E-Z, like on um, Blockbuster's wall. Right. Or the Hannaford video game and VHS rental place. Yep. Sunrise video. So shout out to Sunrise video. You know, what was the what was the price chopper one? I can't remember. Something Valley. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um. But it's going up against the only the only um, fighting game that I thought would work mm -hmm. as a cult classic. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Um, SNK. Still around. A, not only still around, but was huge, mm -hmm. was huge on the Dreamcast. It is in the grace of all time bracket. Yep. Um. Marvel versus Capcom was an arcade game before it got transported over. Yeah. Soul Calibur technically was an arcade game that got tr that got imported to the console. Yep. This was, from my understanding, a console exclusive. Yes. This was Power not in any other systems. Right. Power Stone and Power Stone 2. Now, I don't know where the original Power Stone fell. Right. I don't know if that was a Sega Saturn. It, so I think they were both on... Dreamcast? Dreamcast. Okay. Um, but apparently Power Stone 2 was leaps and bounds oh, revolutionary. Yes. Yep. Because it wasn't just a fighting game. It wasn't a it wasn't a side-scrolling fight game, right? Like where you you're just standing 2D fighting each other. Right. This was you got you moved around the board. This was the first time we ever really had seen this. And top down. Right. Like three corner. Three, a three quarter. quarter. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It, it was a kitty cornered. Yes. Yes. And at times there was puzzles involved. Mm -hmm. So you, not only were you trying to fight each other, like you might pick up a gem, but they, but so the way it worked was there was these stones and you had to like get certain stones. But if your opponent picked it up, you had to beat them up to get the stone. Yep. But then all of a sudden the, the board would start moving and you had to haul ass. Mm -hmm. It was very similar to what smash would do with, with the, the board change. It very much was. Yes. So smash probably borrowed a pretty considerable amount from this because this Absolutely. really was smash brothers, uh, at a three quarter view. Yeah, this is exactly 100%. I don't, 
I don't know if they introduced a four-player multiplayer, but I know there definitely there was, was. There was. Okay. There was. And maybe it wasn't in Power Stone, but it was absolutely in Power Stone, too. Right. A shout-out to friend of the show, Sam Alamo, who had a Dreamcast in college. Yeah. And showed me Power Stone. And I was like, how have I never heard about this? Yeah. And he was like, dude, anyone who has a Dreamcast has like eight copies of this game because it's so fucking good. Yeah. Like, it, was, it was... So I never got to play it. Mm-hmm. This was not one that Jose had, but holy shit like people still lose their shit people still stream this game. yeah yeah like up up down down did an entire fighting tournament like based around this game it was good yeah it was easy pick up and play super iconic uh box art too yes the super anime kid like reaching up uh-huh. and grabbing this big glowing like flaming orb thing right and actually yeah. looked like the game mm-hmm. you know um but rez uh, yeah, so unfortunately, Rez wasn't even the best cult classic rhythm game for the Dreamcast. Right. It was super cool, but it gave too many of the vibes that made the Sega Saturn and Sega CD fail. This right. looked like, Pan, um, not Panzer Dragoon, maybe it was. Do you remember going into Toys R Us and all the Sega consoles that failed had like two games and it was like Knights? Yes. Where you'd play the Jester that would just fly around. It was on an on-the-rail shooter. Yeah. And Panzer Dragoon, which yeah. was an on-the-rail shooter, shooter where you were a dragon. Yeah. Rez was an on-the-rail shooter where you were a vector man looking uh hologram yep. uh shooting stuff. And right. the rhythm aspect of it wasn't even really super intact. No, I think this was really known because of just how great quality the soundtrack was. Yes. This was this they if I am not mistaken, they actually had very popular like DJs at the time yeah mixing music for this so like that was its big draw and this game would go on to to make powerhouses right uh in rhythm games like synth rider mm-hmm. and stuff with that kind of techno-y 3d like 80s vr space right on the rail thing they certainly did better later on uh res just had had the world of potential right but just well if you weren't into the music this right. game was boring as shit yes it was it looked it looked so weird that if you weren't into it aesthetically you didn't care about it, it you need, you were returning it. it it needed to happen this game needed to happen to be a right. launching point for other things later on but no one is is wistful about this game no nobody nobody is still streaming it correct um power stone power 2 stone clue to clear dark yeah. horse winner here Absolutely. Our first semifinal bracket, of course, brought to us by patreon.com slash professional casual network or professional casual. Head over there. Man, just sign up. Yeah. As little as we only got five cake slitter slots left. Yeah. Only five. Yeah. Shout out to our our new cake sitter, uh, Kelsey. Yeah. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Said, quote, "I, I just need that hot Tim drop every month specifically from you. That's what she said. Right. And while she may be as beautiful and gorgeous as she is intelligent, that's a really fucking dumb choice, you know, because I'm sitting right here. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, she good honor. I, I yeah. can't I can't say. Yeah. Guess she won you over, huh, pal? Yeah. Twenty dollars is really all it takes <laughs> on a subscription basis. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I mean, ten bucks is ten bucks, you know, mm-hmm. but this is twenty. Right. Yeah. Holy shit. Kind of washes out to be closer to $10, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, sure. But 10 bucks is 10, 10 bucks. 10 bucks is 10 bucks. That's all it takes. Mm-hmm. Dollar in a dream. A couple Shout of out hot to dogs. Kelsey. Shout out to Kelsey. Absolutely a person. 
Absolutely correct. Mm -hmm. She's someone I would invite to my birthday party. <laughs> really? Yep. Oh, okay. Not like a barbecue. Right. Like if I have a, like a birthday cookout in January, she could come. Yeah. Okay. That's and that's why it's a cookout versus a barbecue. It'd be really cold to stand out outside. Right. For a barbecue. Right. But if you're at a cookout, you're at a cookout. I mean, they do, like clam like clam bakes on the on on the ice. You know what I mean? That's like a thing. That's a huge thing. Yeah. Like I'm surprised I, we didn't do that this year for your birthday. Are we gonna do it next year for your birthday? That's in January. Um. Shout out to the uh, bronze. They're still chiseling that fucking thing. Uh. Yep. <laughs> yep. We've had a lot of uh, workman comp related issues over there. Yeah, thank yeah. God we don't pay for that. Yeah, 100%. It's Fantasy Star Online going up against Bomberman Online. This is actually kind of convenient. Yeah. That some of the, the bigger online games got mashed up against each other here. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, this isn't close. This isn't close at all. Fantasy no. Star yeah. uh, absolutely blows Bomberman up. Yeah. You know, like he got too close to his bomb and got stuck. Yep, 100%. Uh Fantasy Star Online was just so... That's what those bears were called, were, were Bombas. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're Ooh. right. You All feel, right, cool. Do you feel good about that? I do. Yeah. I thought you were going to have a stroke for a minute. Yeah, I did, I think. I think it knocked something loose <laughs> in my brain and got that name out for me. <laughs> there you go. So you might be dying. At least we got that. Yeah. Our other semifinal bracket could be brought to us by you. Listen for the commercial at the end. Sponsor a bracket for as little... It's ten dollars for a month. Mm. That's only two fifty a show. Yeah, that's a great deal. You literally, you will not find a deal like that. Correct. Accurate. It is Space Channel Five going up against Power Stone Two. Also, not close. Not even close. This is not close. Uh, Power Stone Two is absolutely moving on here. Yeah, unfortunately, because I actually probably would have enjoyed playing that. It's Space Channel Five. Yeah. I was only looking at it to jerk off. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was trying to see if I could see up her skirt. Yeah. 100%. That's all I cared Absolutely. about. Absolutely. So I did the same with Parappa the Rappa. Fair. <laughs> Just wanted to see under that knit cap. You know what I mean? Because mm. those were really tiny dog ears for that size dog. Yeah. You know, but they were popping out of that hat. So maybe there's more ear under there. Maybe that's why the hat was so big. Maybe his head wasn't that big. Maybe it was just those ears coiled up. Maybe he wasn't a dog. Maybe he was a rabbit. <laughs> oh, you know, not just a hat rack, my friend. Right, that is a nice hat, though. Thank you. Looks looks nice. It What's shows a, up on camera. Yeah, a little grim stream of peril, grim podcast and perilous adventure. Yes, this is my car hat. This is the one I always leave in the car, so I have a hat in the car. Oh, not like a, a different kind of hat. It was purchased for you. Uh, no, I like to wear that one like in the house. That's like, is that your fucking hat? Uh, the Elite Eight Shutdown hat? Yeah. You're yeah. like, it's already white, bud. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense. Yeah. It's like big chuckers only. Yeah, that's yeah. what I say. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to your wife. Absolutely darling yeah. human being. It's actually, I'm going to be nice to her during season three. Yeah, me. No. No, you already, you already said you weren't. Oh, yeah. I thought I was. No, you said you weren't going to be nice to her because I said something or uh, you had said something mean. And I went, uh, I believe it was on the Wreck My Podcast episode. And I was like, are we not going to be nice to your wife? You go, no, fuck her. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh, OK, season three. Fuck your wife. OK, I got uh, it. I do yell out when I finish. Yeah. Inside of her. I do say, eh, 
and everything. You know, I'll have to I'll have to remember that. We'll see what happens. Um, I don't think anybody would appreciate that other than your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our finals. Mm-hmm. It's Fantasy Star Online going up against Power Stone 2. This is fucking tough. This is actually very difficult. Um, I mean, like, Fantasy Star, like, so Fantasy Star Online, uh, it's still around to this day in, in yeah. some aspect. Yeah, they've. Xbox 360 had like a, a more traditional standard RPG. Right. Uh, that's one of the main go-tos, honestly, for like the old super or regular Nintendo mm-hmm. was playing the initial Fantasy Stars. Right. Um, here's the thing, though, and here's here's what's going to bring Fantasy Star down. I feel okay. Is that there have been renditions since, so it doesn't really have that cult vibe. Comparatively, it has just legitimate fans that have played the games throughout the ages. Right. Also, it became popular on other consoles, like the same game. Right. You know what I mean? So it's not, it, if there's a cult for Fantasy Star Online, mm-hmm. it is not a Dreamcast-specific cult. Right. Power Stone was right. only on the Dreamcast. Yes. Still wildly regarded by people that had it as probably one of the best games for the system. Mm-hmm. Um, you either never heard of Power Stone or you love Power Stone. Right. Uh, similar to Tenacious D. Very similar. Um, so I, for that reason, I, these were both great fucking games. Right. That I would play right now, modern day. Mm-hmm. Um, but Power Stone is significantly more deserving of the Dreamcast cult classic. I agree. I agree with that statement. Power Stone 2 wins it here. Yeah. Moving on later in the season to the greatest Dreamcast game of all time. It's going to be weird to do that one. Yeah. Because it's going to feel like it's a cult classic one all over again. Because the Dreamcast is a cult classic (laughs) itself. Yeah. 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 100%. It's going to be super weird. But of course, Tim. (sighs) Oh, Tim. Yes. Tim. There's someone talking to you. Yeah, he was talking to me. Yeah. Tim. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, Tim. What? Oh, my God, Tim. What? Did you know that if you like the show, you can find the other shows here at the Professional Casual Network over at professionalcasual.com. This week, Tim. Uh-huh. Tell them, like, every other fucking week what they fucking got going on, bitch. <laughs> So a grim stream of perilous lore on yep. Sundays is going to be taking a little bit of a hiatus, a little bit of a break. That's a great idea. Uh, so let's call it the end of season one of a grim stream of perilous lore. And we'll see that come back in a new way. Mm-hmm. That should be pretty exciting. So make sure to follow us on the YouTube there to, to catch up on that and see what happens next for that. Mondays is a podcast that we do called the lost elements podcast it's a pathfinder second edition actual play podcast hey it's D with a bunch of knuckleheads yucking it up but they rp a little bit no more and they're not all professional voice actors but damn could a couple of them be um and most of them are ben <laughs> who is just fucking phenomenal on that show i it's very so you've got time yeah the show is not that far along right from release mm-hmm if you want a summer listen, 
if you want something to do this summer, you're thinking like, you know, you know what, you know, when you want to, you know, when you know, when you want to listen to it, when you're mowing, throw some it's legit, throw some headphones on. Yeah. You got to go mow anyway. It's going to be loud. Freaking Lost Omens mowing hour, baby. Yeah. Shout out to Pariah on <laughs> uh, the discord who um, does like uh, maintenance for for different properties mm-hmm. and has said like he's been out leaf blowing or mowing mm-hmm. like at a client's like place and has just been doubled over laughing <laughs> at uh, at Gopapa or Lost Omens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, check that out. Uh, we're playing this super cool circus theme thing called the Extinction Curse. Uh, we we own and operate a circus and we travel around uh, trying to figure out a mystery on why these towers are slowly faltering. And uh, killing everyone around them. Mondays is also your Monday Night Crisis Flights. It's hella tight. All right. Take flight. Boba shites. Oh, gross. Yeah, but the Boba shites are not good. <laughs> no, I don't like that at all. Uh, it's Oh, yeah. The Power Phase. Mm-hmm. A Marvel Crisis Protocol actual play live cast on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash professional casual network. Find me there. Find Big Chuck there. We play Marvel Crisis Protocol. It's a it's a Marvel-themed minis game, skirmish game. It's a hell of a lot of fun. Watch us get salty. Watch us argue about rules and have to be regularly corrected by the audience. Thank fucking God we have people like Raven's Guard or MC1 Gamer or Wargaming Dad. Yeah. Um, Pony Danza and Dagna have stopped in a few times, too. Yeah. Uh, love the chat there. Yeah, I so I I popped in Yeah. to, to it. Uh... And I, because I wanted to just boost comments, because comments boost your your exposure. There, I didn't know we had commercials that when you log in when you start a stream now, and so it was always there, right? But I just didn't realize that. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh shit, we got commercials now! Like that's fucking dope. We must get like ones of partials of a cent for this. We have gotten a couple pennies before, right? That's pretty fucking sweet, right? Mm-hmm. And it was the for the new." chicken taco from taco bell oh, the naked chalupa yes the bad. naked chalupa taco where they were arguing about it so i wrote in the chat as the commercial was going uh of it's tim's choice it's bun chicken bun dry as fuck i believe is what i wrote that makes so much more sense now I yeah was like i don't get the joke i was like i don't get the context right and then I and then I that wrote a full circle. Yeah. And then I wrote, oh, did you know we have commercials at the beginning of the show now? And all I hear is, yeah, Chuck, we've always had them there. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, the fuck am I playing myself on stream right now? What the fuck is going on? We, we got pretty tense. Yeah, it was. Uh, I popped in at a very intense moment. Apparently, I my my main beat stick Valkyrie yeah. got punked first round and killed immediately second round. Uh. I rolled no successes on any of her defense dice. And okay. Dan was rolling like 125% success rate on his attacks. It was just, I was like, well, no. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, I was salty, but in, in, at the end of the day towards, towards. Oh, you're still a fucking obliterated. Hit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Cause at where I was, you were uh, four points away from winning and he was still back on like five points. Yes. Yeah. So, yep. Uh yeah, you still you know he tries though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he put up a fight. He put up a hell of a fight. Yeah. Um, I'll give him that. Also, he's getting more dangerous now that he is playing lists and affiliations that actually mesh with his playstyle instead of trying to not use the playstyle that he wants to play. Right. Once he figures out 
what what the combination is there. Mm-hmm. I also give him credit because he doesn't just bring one new character um, because he budgets himself so well. Yes. He is able to buy everything that comes out right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he just drops like all of the new models at once. Yeah. Which is very legitimate. Like I'm not, I'm shitting on Dan. Sure. Whatever. I saw the grin. Um, but I also, <laughs> I was waiting to see where it was going because I didn't know if this was going to be a shit on Dan. Uh, it's like, I assume that's where it's going. Uh, let's say a gentle, a gentle peeing uh, sp- off spray at the urinal. He's dirt. He's definitely going to shit on Dan here, right? Yeah. I, I assume so. All right, let's see where this goes. <laughs> he plays all new characters like right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So that actually takes a lot of mental fortitude yeah. that I, even I don't like to do. Like, yeah. I don't like introducing all new characters on my roster. With a new affiliation right. leader, too. But I also kind of understand why he loses. Mm. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, that's a lot of that's a lot to try to handle, especially when it's not your play style and you're trying to make it your play style. Hmm. So he struggles. Fair. I was going to be nice about it. Yeah. You went and had to make me sound like a dick for no reason. I just, I assume you thought that that's where that was going to. Go fuck yourself. Wow. 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 Fuck off. I kind of appreciate that, Durst. Thank you. It's nice when it's not me. <sighs> just one of those days. All right. Whatever. Um. Anyway, check out the other shit we have here. Yeah. You Tuesdays know? is, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Plavog, where that's where Chuck and I, and sometimes Dan, and sometimes Danny, and sometimes other people maybe at some point talk about what's going on with Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yeah. Uh, that's every Tuesday on the YouTube. Wednesday's Patreon Day. Uh, you know, that's where we drop the Settling the Southlands. It's a fourth edition with FERP, actual play podcast. Uh, grim, grimy, uh, World of Darkness. Mm-hmm. World of Grim Dark. Grim Darkens. Mm-hmm. Warhammer. Mm-hmm. The Grim Dickens, if you will. The Grim Dickeners. Yes. Thursday is a Grim Podcast of Paris Adventure, playing through Enemy Within campaign. We're on book two, Death on the Reich. That's another Wolferp fourth edition actual play podcast. Make sure to check it out. Friday, beat your meat right in the sheets. It's the flagship show of the mm-hmm. Professional Casual Network mm-hmm. Elite Eight Showdown. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that I'm the 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 redheaded stepchild of the network mm. because I'm not a live action role playing D and D second edition Pathfinder live play. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are this we show. Are this, um, and I like to think of myself more as the boss. I'm I'm the Gru, and you're all my little fucking minions. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you guys are all the same, running around banana or whatever the fuck you know yeah. what I mean that you guys do, and then I'm over here literally saving the world, yeah, or destroying it depending on how I feel in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. this network is a boot yes the shows are the bootstraps mm-hmm. you though Elite Eight Showdown yeah. is the hand pulling us up yes. by our bootstraps absolutely keeping us afloat keeping us afloat of course check out our friends and hopefully yours soon of course old Banana Hands and Bane over there at Breaker and Bane's Power Hour <laughs> Banana hands. <laughs> I really like that. I thought you would. Um, Mostly because his hands look like dick fingers. So the fact that you call them bananas instead. Right. It's actually super nice. Kind of endearing. Yeah. It was super, it was super nice of me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look. Over at Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Bellend and Bane. Yes. Um, 
They've accepted our challenge. They oh yeah, they've accepted our fight challenge. Just you and because Bane, right? No, you and I versus Bane and Breaker. No, and they said, you know what they said? You know what those cocksuckers said about us? What quote? What do they want to fucking die? Do you think you can kill us? Look at us. You also think that we don't want to fucking die? Yeah. What do you <laughs> listen think? to our show? Exactly. Do you not look? Go back and listen. Archives. Yeah. Professionalcasual.com. Mm-hmm. Go listen to our show. Please. Please fucking put us out of our misery. We have nothing to live for. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there is no there is nothing more terrifying than fighting a man who has nothing to live for. Yeah. Um, can we use surrogates? I mean, it's a street fight. There are no rules. You can do whatever you so want. So I could use a surrogate. You could use a robot. Get okay. a mech suit. So if I didn't want to do it, I could have like Durst fill in for me and he could be your partner. Is uh, that what I'm understanding? Hypothetically, sure. All right, partner. All right. Fuck, all right. I got Durst on my side? Yeah. Oh, shit. Ah, uh, eat shit, banana hands and bane. Yeah. We got fucking Fred Durst. We got Fred Durst on my side. Oh, I'm fucking ready for this. I, he's going to probably let it all hang out. Yeah. Yeah. He is a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. He will leave their ass raw. Yeah. I'm so excited for this now. Thank you, Durst. Yeah. What an angel. Yeah. Of course, the Carton cast. Yeah. The go, check out, cast. go check out the Carton cast. Medium sized Ben dropping just some fucking girthy knowledge on cartoons. Oh, yeah. So good. So fucking good. And uh, Joe Gennaro. Mm hmm. At the comic book rundown. Um, so at the time that this drops, my episodes Ooh. will be over there. Yes, I have to record. I'm recording three. So suck it. Oofer the goofers. Yes. Uh, this week and and I have to remember, I can't pull a Tim. No, uh, we are doing the Modoc show from Hulu. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Super hyped about it. God damn it. Yeah. Anytime I think of a show that I want to do over there, yeah. I message them and they've done it. Yeah. And I started watching it and I was like, oh, no one's probably claimed this yet. He was looking for another person. I don't know if that was you, but he was looking for another person. No, it's fine. I mean, no, I, I'm happy at you. Honestly. Don't you like, have to record like fucking 47 hours? I'm of... recording every day this week. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> That you put that on yourself. Long haul. Yes. Yes, I did. What are you recording on Wednesdays? Oh, it's uh, when I do my OnlyFans stuff. Oh, fair, fair, super fair. Um, and uh, we I will be also be doing my review of Howard the Duck movie. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Ooh, buddy. Everything. And I'm doing a chat chats. Yeah. So I can't wait to just chats is fun. Chat chats is fun. Yeah, Ron's all right. I can't wait to sit there and have the have a conversation. Yeah. And then I'll just be like, yep. I'm going to feel like Breaker over there, you know, or Bane over there, you know? Yeah. 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 Sounds uh yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Durst yo, does a great Bane. Yo, that was dead on. Holy shit. With that being said, oh, yeah, I wreck my podcast. At the time of uh, release of this, man, can you fucking, they're, they're, that was dumb. They're, Have they even put anything out yet? I thought it was supposed to happen already. Uh, the, recording. A time of recording. Uh, apparently, it's the following week. He screwed up, and we both ignored the message. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so we dropped ours anyway. They probably just waited for ours to drop first so that they could then figure out what good material sounds like to do their own. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, I have been your host, Big Chuck. For Tim, I'm not queuing up that Dreamcast sound again because it wasn't even that good anyway. Yeah. Then what? A, maybe that was their failure. That probably was. You it. know, it was like not a solid sound to re- be remembered. Correct. France, we say goodbye. Stay safe. Remember to leave the blood on the bracket. This has been Elite Eight Showdown. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, it's your boy and host of Elite Eight Showdown, Big Chuck. Do you have a business? online store, Facebook, Instagram, OnlyFans, or anything else that you would want to advertise on Elite 8 Showdown? Well, we want you to sponsor the brackets. Right now, we are offering you the opportunity to advertise your business, product, or anything else. Maybe you're a cosplayer, performer, artist, musician looking to reach new fans. Maybe you're a gamer or content creator who wants to get their Twitch, Facebook gaming, YouTube, or podcast advertised. Right now in this introductory offer, you can sponsor one bracket over four shows for just $10. That's right, just $10 and you'll get a month worth of advertising. Nobody is offering a deal like this. Email us for review and approval at theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com in the subject line. Put Elite 8 Showdown Bracket Application. Give us just a brief description of what you'd like to advertise, as well as any links for approval. All applications will be considered and reviewed before approval. Elite 8 Showdown has hundreds of downloads every show all over the world, and we are growing and gaining more every week. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. Subject line, Elite 8 Showdown, bracket ad application.